I'm Janet No, And I'm Andrea Dillon. We are a mother-daughter CPA firm serving the United States business community with tax preparation services, tax planning, tax resolution, assurance and audits, and CFO outsourcing and consulting. Thank you for listening to the WOW podcast, Words of Wealth from CPAs of Florida. Learn more at cpasofflorida.com or call us at 239-936-6144. Hello. Thank you again for listening in. Um, This is Andrea Dillon. I am the the CPA, not the, I'm one of the CPAs at CPAs of Florida and Co CPAs. We are in Southwest Florida. Um, it is April 9th right now and our weather is beautiful outside. So if you're somewhere cold listening, I'm sorry because it's like 85 degrees and sunny here. Um, anyways, if you've been listening into my recent, my recent podcast um, episodes, I'm on a bit of a roll with my top 10 questions that our real estate agents have for us as their CPA or their tax advisor. Now, a lot of the things I'm talking about specifically today's is not, not strictly a question our real estate agents are asking. So if you are not a real estate agent and you have this question, um, I'll address you guys as well because it's going gonna, it's gonna to apply to you too. However, all of our agents ask us this question. So today's question, question of the day. May I write off my home office? I work from home. I have to pay all the expenses for it. Can I write that stuff off? So I'm going to talk about this in two different, two different ways, and I promise I'll try to go quick because while this is thrilling and exciting to me, I understand that it's probably not for you. So um, first and foremost, this is not to my real estate agents, this specific piece. If you get a W-2, so someone that's listening in and you get a W-2, and maybe you had to go remote um, over the last year because of everything going on with the pandemic, with COVID, and you had to pay to outfit your home office. You had to get furnishings and um, technology and webcams and mics and all this stuff that we, we really didn't have to have a year ago. I mean, maybe you did, but you didn't have to. Um, but you get a W-2. The answer is unequivocally no. Unfortunately, that is something that was changed, I think it was 2018, it was changed a while back, that what's called an unreimbursed employee expense. So that is, it used to file on Form 2106 on your personal taxes if you really want to look it up and find the numbers of the forms and such, but it's an unreimbursed employee expense. So that includes anything that you pay for out of your own pocket that your employer does not reimburse you for. So again, I'm speaking to my W-2 people, so not my real estate agents for this moment. Um, I was kind of hoping that they would come through with some kind of tax credit for that because so many people had to go remote. So so many people had to, and then so many people chose to. And um, a lot of people had expenses out of pocket to make that happen. And I was kind of hoping they would push through some kind of, I don't know, something immaterial, excuse me, a credit of some sort, but they did not. (laughs) So so if you get a W-2, the answer as of today, because in the lovely last world of tax law, everything changes by the moment. So as of April 9th, 2021, the answer is no. If you get a W-2, you may not write off any of the any of the out-of-pocket costs that you had to either outfit an office at home or run an office at home. Now let's switch over to our 1099 peeps. So really that's our, I'm, again, I'm speaking to my real estate agents, but if you get a 1099 for another form of business, this likely relates to you too. So you guys, Um, First and foremost, if an office is provided to you, 
then you are not eligible for a home office. So those of you who get a 1099, and specifically my real estate agents, check what's in your contract with your broker. We occasionally see, again, it's not often, because one of the perks and one of the benefits that people see as being a real estate agent is that they can work wherever they want and whenever they want. But occasionally we see agents who, um, part of their contract is they pay a desk rental fee or they do have an office provided to them or something like that. So just check and see what you're paying for. As long as you're not paying for, for a space that is specifically for you, then that hindrance won't stop you. So what I mean by that for me, for example, I'm a CPA. I have a, a beautiful office that's provided to me. And if somebody else so chose to sit in my seat and I came in to work, I could make them move. I could give them the boot. Now I'm going to be nice about it, but I, I can make them get up. It's my desk. Get up. So, um, so again, in your industry, that's not super common. So your broker likely provides workspaces, especially now fast forward to the pandemic. Now, you know, nobody is really promoting office space. Everybody is promoting remote workability. So likely your broker offers workspaces where you can just plug in and work if you want to. But maybe today is the day that every single one of the agents for that broker shows up and you go to the office and you try to work and there is no space available. And because you do not have a space that is your desk, if all of the spaces happen to be taken today, then you don't have one. So again, I know that's unlikely that it would happen in your profession, but that is hindrance, or I shouldn't say hindrance, that is qualification criteria number one, is a an area specifically for you provided to you. So real estate agents, the answer is likely no, but check your broker agreements. So then assuming the answer is nope, I don't have any kind of fees for that, I am supposed to work wherever I wanna work. So now let's talk about your home life as, as it relates to the office, your home life as it relates to your office. Um, the next criteria is you have to have a space that is specifically designated for business. What that means, people, you can't use your dining room table. So you can't use your patio. You can't say this, this dining table is exclusively for my business and therefore I'm going to include it in my square feet that I use for my home office. An IRS agent would kick that out in a heartbeat. They would say, absolutely not. That is the only eating space in your house. It is set up to be an eating space. Therefore, I'm gonna presume that you eat there. Now, it does not have to be an office. So it does not need to be, you know, four walls and a door closing in a room. If you have one, great. So if you've got a bedroom that you use as your home office, or if you have a den that is legitimately your office or whatever, maybe you don't use a dining room. Maybe, maybe you just eat at the bar and you legitimately use your dining room and you have it set up with like an office space, not a dining room table. Um, great. But um, it has to be exclusively for business and it can be an area. So we have, I have a real estate agent who has an extra bedroom, but she would like it to be a guest room. So she has a desk area in the room with her filing cabinet and with whatever, you know, all the stuff that she needs to do her business, her desk, her storage space and whatnot. And then on the other half of the room, she has a bed so that if she's got family in town or whatnot, it easily converts to, a, to like a guest room for them. That's totally fine. The way the home office deduction works is it's a square feet. So the square feet that your office is in comparison to the square feet that your total home is, whatever that percent is, that's the percent that you get of your home expenses. 
So in that case, her square feet would only include the area of that room that is exclusively for business. She would not include the square feet of the part of that room that is technically a guest room, and then she's fine. Now, if you have a den that is legitimately, the whole den is your office, then the square feet is the square feet of that room. I will tell you most people's home office, the percentage when they do the math, it hovers somewhere around seven to 8%. If you go crazy high, you can expect an audit. So if you try to say, well, I do have an office, but I also exclusively work on my patio and I exclusively work in my dining room and I sit with clients at that table in my dining room and I'm gonna include 40% of my home as my home office, expect an audit at some point and those are very hard to battle in audit. So just be realistic with it. This is not your biggest expense. So this is not like your miles that you drive or the advertising dollars you spend. It is an expense you're likely entitled to, but don't go crazy and try to be super aggressive. Um, so what can you deduct? So assuming that, you know, remember qualif qualifying criteria number one was you don't have an office available to you. So check no office, no office space or designated desk for you at your broker. Qualification number two was that you actually have an area that is specifically for business. Check, we meet that box. So now what can you actually write off? Remember the square feet that I mentioned? So if you have a, you know, a, a thousand foot square feet home and you have a hundred square feet office, um, easy math people, that's 10%. So you can take 10% of all of your home expenses. So that includes things such as your rent, your mortgage interest, your property taxes, your renter's insurance, your utilities, anything that you pay ongoing, if you pay a cleaner to come in, all those things that wouldn't normally be business expenses because again, you're housing your office at home, that 10% of them is. 100% is not, but that 10% because that's the square feet that your office makes up, that is. Now, I know I'm coming up on 10 minutes, so I promise I'll wrap up quick, but let's talk for a moment about things that are not home office expenses or like you can get better tax treatment for them. So now, same example, so you've got a den that's your office and you spent $1,000 on furnishings. You had to get a desk and a chair and a bookshelf and a filing cabinet and all that stuff. Um, that is not subject to that 10% square feet. That is exclusively used for your business. So you get to take 100% of that. Now let's talk about your phone and your internet. I did do another episode on this, so please find that one and listen in if you wanna hear more specifics about it. But cell phone and internet, you likely use your home phone, or I'm sorry, your home phone, who has a home phone? You likely use your cell phone and your home internet for business, those it's gonna be a judgment call on your tax pro. Let's start with that. Um, I never subject those to home office percents because again, the average is usually like 8% is the square feet that is your home office and you likely use your home internet and your cell phone way more than 8% for business. Typically, again, I'm speaking to my real estate agents. It's usually closer to 80 or 90% for business. So. I don't ever make that subject to it. Ask your tax pro about you specifically if you like, but I don't ever make that subject to home office. Um, physical cost of your house. So that, you know, hey, I, I bought my house for 250K, can I write off a piece of that? I'm not going to answer that on this call. Call, goodness, it's Friday. Can you tell people? On this episode, um, talk to your tax pro 
Everybody has differing opinions on that, but all the other stuff is gonna be standard across the board. So the things that I mentioned, there's a few shades of gray, so if you pay HOA fees or if you pay lawn maintenance or um, you pay like an alarm, like a security system alarm, things like that, talk to your tax pro specifically. Um, the, the things I mentioned are for sure, so rent, mortgage interest, taxes, insurance, all that stuff. Um, anything you do specifically to that room, so if you had to redo the flooring or um, whatever, anything that was specific to that room, um, you painted it, you paid a contractor to come in, all that is 100% deductible. Anything you do to the house, so you have to redo your air conditioning, remember I'm in South Florida, um, that's a big expense. That is limited to your home office percent, but you can take it. So you'd get to take your 10% of that because that affects your entire house. Now you can't take, if you redo your kitchen, 10% of that. I mean, I guess if you wanna be crazy aggressive, you could try to argue that it's your home office and that's your break room, but, um, but I wouldn't recommend it. But anything that does truly relate to the whole house, anything that involves your pipes and your plumbing and your water and your heating and your cooling, that certainly affects the office. Um, if you have any questions more specifically on this, please reach out to me. I am, of course, happy to answer them. I hope that gave you a top-level overview of what a home office is, how you qualify, and if it's something that you should be talking to your tax pro about. Thank you again for tuning in, and enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Janet No, And I'm Andrea Dillon. We are a mother-daughter CPA firm serving the United States business community with tax preparation services, tax planning, tax resolution, assurance and audits, and CFO outsourcing and consulting. Thank you for listening to the WOW podcast, Words of Wealth from CPAs of Florida. Learn more at cpasofflorida.com or call us at 239-936-6144. <laughs>